Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. I'm Warty in Southwest Oregon, a traditional food blogger at Ganalfglands.com and knowyourfoodpodcast.com. I'm glad you're here. This is the podcast where we're all about ditching those poisonous processed foods, breaking free from the conventional food paradigm, and instead embracing whole foods raised, saved, and prepared with traditional methods. It's fun, it's delicious, and it's healthy. You're on your way to looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good. Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. This is episode 145. The show notes will be available for you at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 145. So that's where you can head for all the links and even the notes of what I'm sharing today. Today's episode is going to be... Uh, fun and informative, I hope. It's something that I've been intentionally working on for a couple of years. Um, It is eight ways to look and feel younger and happier. This is so related to our lifestyle and our food and our habits and our characters. So yeah, this is the Know Your Food with Warty podcast, and we're definitely going to talk about food, but we're going to talk about the whole picture too. Here's a little bit of backstory for you. And Before I get into that, though, I want to say a warm welcome to everybody who's joining me live on Periscope right now for this recording. I'm so happy you're here. And if you're listening to Know Your Food with Warty later, welcome to you too. If you want to join in on the fun, because it is fun on Periscope, we've got hearts flowing and we've got... Uh, comments coming in. All you need to do is follow me at Trad Cook School on the Periscope app. You can put it on your phone or your iPad. You can also go to periscope.tv slash tradscookschool. I usually record this on Thursday, not every Thursday. It also depends on if I have guests or whatnot, but usually on Thursdays. And if you make sure to follow me on Periscope, then your phone will give you a notification when I'm hopping on here to record the live version. It's really fun because as I said, the hearts are flowing and the comments are coming in and it's like we're having a discussion. I loved the technology of this. And I love this also um, because we can have this great conversation, but then I can ship it to YouTube and iTunes. And then those of you coming later can watch and participate later. So we can have this discussion that lasts for a long time. So back to it. This podcast, eight ways to look and feel younger and happier. Here's a little bit of backstory. Um, I think deep in our hearts, And I'm going to admit I'm speaking mostly to women here. I think most of you are women, although traditional cooking school does have some men in the audience that we appreciate very much. But it's bittersweet, right? There's parts of us we don't want to grow old. But on the other hand, we don't want to trade um, the experiences and the maturity that we gain in the years. And where 10 years ago, I don't think I could have talked about this. I feel like now that I'm in my 40s, I can talk about it because I look in the mirror and I sometimes I'm like, how did this happen? I still feel like I should be in my 20s, but yet I see wrinkles and I see silver hairs and, you know, I'm just not the same. And then on the other hand, like I said, I wouldn't trade it for the world because I've shared with you all before that I feel like in many ways I've finally grown up and it's about time that I've gotten more confident and stronger in myself and more certain of, of my life and my passion and all kinds of things. So I'm very grateful for growing up, but that doesn't mean that I want to look old or that I want to feel old. I want to age gracefully. I want to keep my features as youthful as possible for as long as possible. And this is something that I have intentionally worked on the last couple years. 
there's been some crucial kind of points in my life where, and a lot of them happened recently, where I realized ah, I don't, I don't want to look frumpy. I don't want to be the person that's frowning all the time. I don't want to be an unhappy, depressed person. And so I've worked on it. And sometimes when we realize those things about ourselves, we have to be intentional about changing it. So I mean, we're not changing who we really are inside, but we're changing how we appear and we're changing and it has a deep effect on our relationships. It has an effect on our character. And I don't mean for this podcast to come across all surfacey because it's, this is not surface level stuff. This is deep stuff to who you are and your relationships and uh, how you feel about your life and your passion and your happiness. I believe that God wants us to be happy and fulfilled in our life. I don't believe that it's all waiting for us in heaven. Yes, heaven is going to be the perfection of everything, but he talks about how his mercies are new every morning and he gives us love and he gives us relationships and he gives us passions and he gives us our hands to do good work. He gives us our hearts and our mouths and our voices to touch people I'm seeing an amen in the comments. Thank you very much. So I think this is really deep and goes to the core of who we are. Um, yeah, you know, it's surface things like, do you look good? Um, but it's also, do you feel good inside? Do other people, are they drawn to you because of your happiness and your passion? So we're going to talk about eight ways um, that I myself have worked on this and that I'm going to encourage you to do the same. So I hope this makes sense where I'm coming from that there's a little bit of surface, but there's a lot of depth. And I want to remind you that at this point, if you're joining me live on Periscope, you can invite people to join us to talk about these eight ways to feel um, and look younger and happier. And you can do that by swiping right or down, depending on your device. And you can share to Periscope, Twitter, or Facebook. I'd love to have you invite your friends to join us. And thank you so much. The hearts continue to flow on Periscope and the comments and people are coming in and out. I love to see that. Um, so let's dive into these eight ways. So I kind of, I've been thinking about this for a few days. I've been making some notes. And when I got all my notes on paper, I sort of rearranged them. I think from the duh, obvious, simple things going more specific. It's not going to be exactly like that, but it's the, the logic in my head was that way. So um, item number one is make an effort. So I'm talking about things like your personal hygiene, your cleanliness, how you fix yourself up, the things you wear. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. Like, um, I think I, I lose track of the years, but several years ago, uh, my husband retired from his very stressful job and came home and took over the homeschooling. And, you know, we have our home business that supports us. And that was a major turning point in my life because my husband was around all the time. And that was really good for me because it made it, it sort of like forced the issue of, am I going to make an effort every day to be a happy spouse, an attractive person to be around and whatnot. So I, where I had been slipping, I can't say I was ever the person who stayed in their jammies all day, but where I had been slipping, um, I stopped slipping and I, started, you know, getting ready in the morning. And I'm not talking about a full, you know, face of makeup. I'm not even talking about necessarily showering every day. By the way, my hair does better if I do shower every day. So, you know, today's a shower day because I'm on for you guys. But um, I'm just talking about waking up in the morning and taking care of yourself, washing your face, you know, putting a little gel or whatever on your hair to make it presentable if you don't shower. I'm also talking about flattering clothes. And for us women, um, I don't know how 
this took me so long, but for many years there, I wore drab clothes and they're not my personality. And I realized I really like color. And when I was, you know, in high school and college, I wore bright colors. Okay. Irony today I'm wearing black. Okay. But I do have green earrings on, but I bright colors are me. Um, so a couple years ago, I was like, Wardy, why are you not dressing the way you love to dress? I also discussed with my husband the kind of things that he liked to see me in. And so I dress and I dress more flattering now for myself and for my husband's um, tastes. And it, the happiness is deep inside me and it's deeper inside him too and our family. Um, even kids notice when mom makes an effort with herself. Even kids notice when mom is clean and happy. Um, so I'm just going to recommend that you start at the very basic level, which is to make an effort every day. And I'm getting a comment that um, I love having my husband's opinion and having him pick things out for me. Me too. I can't believe it took so long for my husband and I to talk about some of these things and for me to learn, you know, what he really likes. I mean, I knew, but the discussion, sometimes you just have to be intentional about the discussion, having the discussion. So cleanliness, um, if you wear makeup, do makeup. I have a couple natural makeup companies that I love and recommend to you. And I'll have the links for you at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 145. Um, but you can look at them. Well, 100% Pure is one of them. It's on Amazon. They also have a website. There's a, um, and then there's two small companies. I think they're home businesses. One is Redeeming Beauty, I believe it's called, and she has wonderful um, blushes and eyeshadows and more, but basically what I use from her is eyeshadow. And then there's another great company called Lucky Lizard Naturals, and she has all kinds of things as well. What I really love from her is blush and natural lipstick. Um... I mentioned flattering clothes. What about perfume? Do you want to smell good? Does your husband want you to smell good? Um, so you could look into essential oils. I have a recipe for essential oil perfume at traditionalcookingschool.com. So I'll make sure to um, link that up in the comments uh, or the show notes for you. And I missed that comment. There was a comment just on Periscope of um, a couple natural uh, makeup uh, companies. So if you could type that in again, that would be great. Someone is saying, I like Rejuva Minerals. Yeah, there's so many natural companies out there and you don't have to be heavily made up to just put a little bit of color on your face. It also, you know, what does your husband want? What do you want? Okay. So she's repeating it. Pure, pure Anida. It's a Canadian company. So if you're in Canada, look for pure Anida. I think is, I hope I'm saying that correctly. So that was number one, make an effort, just, you know, prettify the outside clean up the outside. It has a deep effect on the inside of you and your family members as well to just make that effort. Um, and make, an, make the effort that resonates with your personality. Don't do it like your best friend does. Don't do it like your mom does. Do it how it resonates with you and your most close relationships. Okay. So number two, the second way to look and feel younger and happier is to smile more and stress less. Um, we've heard the phrase attitude is half the battle. It's so true for us. So I'm asking you take a good, hard look at yourself. I have done this hard look at myself as well. And I've realized I don't smile enough. I don't smile enough at my husband. I don't smile enough with, at my children. Um, you don't want to be a sourpuss. You want to be a smiling person. And yes, people could say, Oh, that's so Pollyanna ish. Well, cliche or not, um, 
Laughter is good medicine. The Proverbs tell us a smile turns away wrath. There are so many positive effects of smiling. There's positive effects on the people around you. There's also a positive effect on you. You, it just translates into being happier and relaxing more. So if you find yourself always being negative, try to be positive about things. If some, you know, setbacks happen, take a good hard look at your reactions to setbacks. Maybe you need to journal this or just be intentional a couple days and just say, I'm going to pay attention to how I react to negative things today. And then when, you know, somebody acts out in your family or somebody gets a flat tire or you, there's a long line at the grocery store or whatever kind of setbacks come your way, pay attention to your first response. And if you notice that you're being overly negative, overly dramatic, if you are just spending way too much negative energy on that, make an intention to change it. But first you have to recognize your own behaviors. And in myself, I told you, I realized I just didn't smile enough. I'm very serious and busy and productive, and I can go about the entire day sometimes without smiling at anybody in my family. Um, Yet I crave their relationships. I crave a good relationship, but I realized that I wasn't making an effort to uh, make that connection. So I try to smile more. I just do. Um, I also, you know, look at the bright side. I said that already. I would just want to talk about stress a little bit. Stress can really mess up your hormones. It can disrupt your sleep. It can make other people around you. It can have like a um, chain reaction effect. It can make other people around you more stressed or more mad or whatever. And that can uh, reflect back on you. And so that's this chain reaction, a vicious cycle, if you want to call it. It can make your hard relationships harder for you to be stressed out. And I'm just going to use the hashtag life is too short. Life is too short to waste time and energy on these things that don't have to be. Um, I know that there are hard situations in our life. It's not going to go away. I'm just saying that our attitude is half the battle. And if we would smile more, relax more, stress out less, we are going to be healthier and happier. And that's going to have a chain reaction with the people around us, reflect back on us and feed us more positivity rather than more negativity, which you know, negativity tends to send you down. Positivity tends to build you up. So it starts with you. You cannot control everyone in your life and how they handle everything you say, but you can control you. And I believe that even if you're around a sourpuss, if you are not a sourpuss yourself, um, the effects of that person can be on yourself can be greatly mitigated, possibly even changed by your own attitude. Okay, I also want to talk a little bit about a woman's perspective because this is what I know. Um, There are lots of movies out there, you know, TV shows, books, and there's this trend that I've noticed, we've noticed in our family, where women um, are not feminine anymore. They are negative, they're crass, they swear, they're abrasive, and what it looks like to me is very unattractive. And I'm not just talking about physical features. I'm talking about the frown on their face. I'm talking about the hardness of their eyes. I'm talking about just the hardness of their character. You can see it. And I don't know why our society is kind of building it up as strong, because to me, it's not strong. I think we should be strong about the truth, but we should still be women. We should still be feminine. We should still be nurturing. We should be loving. And of course, there's all kinds of women. There's women that are stronger nurturers. There's women that are stronger, whatever, business women. I'm not talking about not being who you are. I'm just talking about us cultivating the truth and strength where it counts, but to still be nice, to still be um, 
caring for others, loving for others. And I think, I think it's up to us, really. Um, it's up to us women to fight that trend in our society so that we can be, um, we can be the example of strong in the truth, but kind and nurturing. And it's attractive. It really is. And I'm seeing in the comments, wow, I hadn't realized that, but it's so true. I'm also seeing it's almost like being feminine is weak. Yes. It, I don't know if that's the message they want to give across that being feminine is weak, uh, but being feminine is not weak. You can be totally feminine, beautiful and attractive and still strong um, in the things that matter, like discipline with your children, training your children. Danielle is saying it's almost like women are being praised for having a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> I love how you said that, Danielle. And I'm getting some yeses too. Yeah. So I could just change point number two from smile more and stress less is get rid of that chip on your shoulder. <laughs> Nobody needs it. Hashtag life is too short. Okay. So I spent a lot of time on that. So I'm going to move on to number three. Number three is get enough sleep. Okay. Sleep makes you younger, happier, healthier, helps you keep the weight off. I'm going to point you to a book, great book by Sean Stevenson. It's called Sleep Smarter, 21 Proven Tips to Sleep Your Way to a Better Body, Better Health, and Bigger Success. He was a guest on my podcast. This is the book cover, Sleep Smarter. It's a very inexpensive Kindle read. You can also get it on paperback. I'm getting a love, Sean, in the comments. Yes, he's fantastic. Um, so my he was my podcast guest. We talked a lot about this, so I'm not going to cover it in depth. You can go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 93 to hear a lot more. But I do have a couple quotes from the book for you, which I recommend that you pick up. I think when I did the podcast, it maybe was $3.99 on Kindle. It's not very expensive. A link to it is knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash sleep smarter. So that takes you right to the book. So some quick quotes. From his book, studies have shown that just one night of sleep deprivation can make you as insulin resistant as a type 2 diabetic. This translates directly to aging faster, decreased libido, and storing more body fat than you want to. Mm, no fun, huh? Other studies show sleep deprivation encouraging cancer, Alzheimer's, depression, and even heart disease. Another quote, when you don't sleep well, you get slower, less creative, more stressed, and underperform. And finally, High-quality sleep fortifies your immune system, balances your hormones, boosts your metabolism, increases physical energy, and improves the function of your brain. So I hope what you're getting from that is this overall picture that when you don't get enough sleep, you're not as creative, you're not as, uh, um, you don't perform as well, you have high risks of disease and aging faster. In general, you're going to age faster. I mean, that's the point of this podcast, ways to look and feel younger will um, Deprive sleep deprivation is going to accelerate the process of aging. Whereas if you get enough rest, you're going to perform and be creative. Your metabolism is going to help you keep up with um, um, fat burning so you can better maintain a healthy weight and all kinds of things. So sleep is so, so, so important. Get enough sleep. I don't know how much that is for you, but if you are, um, I don't know how much that is for you. I, I've, this, this is an area where I'm intentional, but it's almost like I've had to be intentional in my life just cause I get tired. So I go to bed, um, by eight or nine every night and I wake up early and, um, it, it's just, but I have to work at it. I do. I mean, I have to do, um, 
earplugs and now I have an eye mask and we have room darkening curtains and you know the bed is comfortable there's so many ways to improve your sleep so work on it and go back to that podcast knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 93 if you want more information about that also a bed intellibed so knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash intellibed I think is the link that's going to work for you that's our bed that has just really changed my sleep okay number four this is a very simple thing to do in fact, it maybe should have been before number three, because sometimes you have to work at sleep if you have trouble with sleep. Number four, though, is to drink plenty of water. Stay hydrated. You go all night sleeping, you wake up dehydrated. You need to replenish that right away instead of let it go. So have some water or have some lemon water, um, which is my favorite thing to do, like nearly a quart right when I wake up. Having enough, um, getting hydrated. Being hydrated is the health of your skin, hair, and nails. It keeps you regular, you know, your bowel movements, um, you're alert, your brain is functioning, you're healthy, you're happier. If you feel thirsty, you're past the point of being dehydrated. You're more than dehydrated. So if you feel hungry sometimes, that could be your body telling you you're thirsty. Um, If you feel thirsty, you've gone past thirsty. You need to have some water. Uh, Also be aware, if you're drinking caffeinated drinks, they can be... um, dehydrating. So you want to make sure and have plenty of water if you're drinking coffee or caffeinated teas. Kombucha is also dehydrating. So, you know, balance your water needs with your current um, beverage consumption. You may be drinking things that are dehydrating you and you need even more. Um, You know, yogurt and milk and lots of vegetables, they all have a lot of water. Tea, especially, um, you know, herbal teas that don't have caffeine, they're going to help you. So if you don't like to drink straight water, look into things that can be hydrating for you. Um, So that was point number four, to make sure to stay hydrated, drink plenty of water. Number five, we're getting a little bit deeper here. Number five really has to do with the health of your connective tissue. So you want to be eating foods, eating your diet to support the connective tissue in your body. Connective tissue, that's, you know, all the stuff that helps your skin and everything hold together rather than sag, right? So it's your that whole system, that whole part of your body that really is the difference between being youthful and aging. So it's a continuum of your connective tissues degrading as you get older, and there are foods, there are diet and lifestyle choices that you can make to support your connective tissues or to make them, ex, uh, you know, the aging accelerate faster. And I, I want to... Be, be sure to address that there are ho- hormonal issues here. It's simpler than just, it, or it can be more complicated than just diet. So I'm not addressing the hormonal issues at play here because I, I really don't know a lot about them. And that's something where you'd want to consult with a doctor or do your own research. So I'm just going to be talking in general about keeping your connective tissue um, in good health. So instead of sagging skin, you have youthful, radiant, supple skin. There's cellulite, stretch marks, those kind of issues. Pregnancy for women, you know, can can make or break your connective tissue. How do you bounce back from pregnancy with the stretch marks or, you know, regain your youthful figure? It's all about that for women. So here's some tips for you just on connective tissue. 
Get serious about nutrient-dense foods and cut out the empty calories. You don't want to be eating foods that don't have nutrition. So refined starches and carbohydrates, they don't have vitamins, minerals. They're just starch. They're just sugar. They're just, it's just eating sugar. Whereas nutrient-dense foods like pastured meats and healthy fats and complex carbohydrates and fruits and vegetables and fermented foods, every bite you take brings with it vitamins, minerals, fats, protein, you know, they're not empty. They're nutrient dense. So get serious about nutrient dense foods. Also do a particular focus on gelatin and collagen rich foods and nutrients, because those are the building blocks of your connective tissue. So if you're not getting enough gelatin slash collagen in your diet or the building blocks that make it up, then your connective tissue is going to sag faster. Um, so broth is amazing. If you could consume broth every day, gelatin rich broth. So if your broth doesn't gel, add gelatin to it at, or, or get the collagen, which is the pre cooked gelatin and stir it right into your coffee or tea and have some of that every day or several times a day. Um, the building blocks of collagen. So ideally you'd be wanting to get this from, uh, diverse and nutrient dense diet, but you could also look into, um, high quality supplementation. You just want to be, have plenty of your amino acids, your vitamins, your minerals, antioxidants, um, you know, just the basic nutrients of life. They are going to support your connective tissues. Protein is really important and quality protein. So I'm talking about wild and pastured meats, but protein is all about your muscle. So you don't want your muscle mass to to waste away. You want healthy, supple muscles. And if you don't meet your protein needs every day, adequate protein needs, then, um, you know, then your, your muscle tone is going to suffer. So make sure you're getting enough quality protein. I just did an Ask Gordy episode, uh, yesterday, which if you're live with me today, it's yesterday, but if you're listening to this later on iTunes or, or on when it's released, it'll be about a week before. So it's Ask Gordy episode 11. You can find it at tradcookschool.com slash AW011, where I talk about, um, well, the topic was, do you need meat to eat? Do you need to eat meat to be healthy? But we also talked about the quality of protein in that episode. And I'm getting a love that that episode yesterday. Thank you so much. So be sure to refer to that if you want a more in-depth look at the quality of protein and the importance it plays in a healthy diet. Also, reduce sugar starch. You know, those refined sugars, they're just pure sugar. The refined starches, they're just pure, for pure sugar. As I said before, it's just empty calories. There's no nutrition, and it contributes to just packing on weight. Um, I'm not going to say completely eliminate it. I'm just going to say, you know, reduce it. And the, 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 the older you get, the more you need to reduce it. Let's put it that way. Uh, stay hydrated. We already covered that. Overall, your gut health. How is your gut health? Your body has 200 different ways of showing you that your gut isn't healthy, 200 symptoms. And a lot of them women experience with hormones, with dry skin, with rashes, with um, allergies. Um, I already said skin issues, hormonal issues, all of that is tied to the gut. So a resource for you on that that's happening right now, hopefully you're listening to this in time, um, because in January there's a free Heal Your Gut online conference coming up. It's tradcookschool.com slash gut summit to sign up for it. It's completely free. Every day there's going to be a bunch of talks. I myself am sharing about how a gut healing diet reversed my seasonal allergies. 
Um, but I think it's important for all of us to look at our gut health because gut, the gut is the foundation of our immune system and our overall health. And, um, so that's kind of like number one. So I want to make sure everybody, um, takes advantage of that free resource that's coming up in the comments. Do you have a list of symptoms with the guts? I have a very short list. Like I said, there's over 200 symptoms right now this week at traditionalcookingschool.com. We have, um, a post for you, 82 ways to heal your gut. Uh, that'd give you, you know, more information about, uh, practical things you can do. Here's a quick list, allergies and food sensitivities, autoimmune disorders, brain fog, cancer, candida, and chronic yeast overgrowth, chronic fatigue syndrome, chronic pain, depression, and anxiety, hormone imbalance, inflammatory disorders, irritable bowel and leaky gut syndrome, skin conditions, thyroid disease, weight gain, and more. So you can see the gut is huge. So that's why I wanted to make sure and um, just address it in this issue of the nutrient-dense diet and eating the foods that support your connective tissue. So your diet should be nutrient-dense. You should have lots of broth and collagen and gelatin. You should have you know, a good range of vitamins, minerals, healthy fats, etc. You should also look at your gut health. Make sure your gut is healthy. I do have two books to recommend um, for this topic. Nancy is saying, can't wait. I'm signed up. Awesome. Once again, that's knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash gut summit. So you can sign up for that. Hopefully you're listening to this in time. Um, but if you do happen to be checking out this podcast and the weeks have gone by and that gut summit is not available anymore, you can still follow the link because there are recording packages available. Tradcookschool.com slash gut summit. Okay. So two books to recommend for you. One is the gelatin secret. Oops, bumped my microphone. This is by uh, Sylvie McCracken, who's a blogger friend, blogger colleague of mine, her daughter had advanced um, bone disease, I think osteoporosis, anyway, and they did a whole bunch of healing just through gelatin. But gelatin, as I said, is the foundation of your connective tissue. So there's a ton of good information and recipes in that book to tell you more. Um, you can hear from Sylvie about their story and everything like that at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 72 and knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 73. And I'll also have a link uh, to the book for you there. Another book I want to recommend is, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at this title, but it's such good information, especially if you're in your childbearing years or recovering from pregnancy. Okay. Do you see it? Primal Moms Look Good Naked. <laughs> it's by Peggy Empsch. So I'll have a link for you at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 145, or you can search for that on Amazon. Primal Moms Look Good Naked. Uh, so check that out too, especially if you're in your childbearing years. Okay, we're on to number six, your posture. Your posture can help you breathe better, be happier, develop your core muscles so your core gets more attractive gradually over time. It also makes you more approachable and more attractive to the people around you. Posture is so important. Just pay attention. Do you sag? Are you hunched over like this a lot? Stand up straight. You can look, Google it. You can look for books. You may find some very simple trainings for, oops, bumped, you know, rotate your shoulders back and get them in position. Makes you look more confident, says a commenter. Amen. And when you're more confident, people are attracted to you. It makes you feel younger and 
happier. You look younger and happier. You feel younger and happier. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is to look at your posture. Ask your family members, could you tell me when I'm slouching? When you're working at the counter, as we all do, you know, because we're always chopping and cooking for our families. Are you hunched over like this? You can, you can chop your vegetables and do your kitchen work standing up straight. You can. And it might be painful at first. You could also look into um, doing ab exercises like Pilates or yoga are really good on the ab. We have an ab ball at home. It's this big, huge thing. And um, we don't do sit-ups or crunches anymore, but my husband and I do um, just... I don't even know how to describe it. You could probably Google, you know, ab work on the ab ball and find some exercises, but they're very simple. Rocking back side to side and then push, driving with your hips forward and back as you bend. I can't even describe it. But anyway, they're very simple ab exercises that work. And they translate to you being stronger in your core for all your daily tasks. Um, what else did I want to see? say? Oh, maybe you do a lot of desk work. Could you look into a standing desk? If you can't afford a standing desk, you may. F- what I found at Goodwill for $50 a couple years ago was a tall bistro table that became my desk. And I'm at one right now, a standing desk. And I work at a standing desk most of the time. The first few weeks, it was killer on my feet and my knees, but now I've adjusted and it's been a few years on a standing desk. I love it because I'm not sitting all the time. Um, And then, you know, whatever your activities are, just think about, you know, whatever they are. Maybe if you get an ab ball and you're watching a movie, you could watch a movie sitting on the ab ball. Or maybe you could sit up cross-legged on the floor and, like, stretch out your hips and, you know, just do that Indian um, cross-legged sit instead of slouching on the couch. Just be intentional about it. Ask your family members for feedback. Work on your posture because your posture does... Um, make you seem more confident and attractive to others, and it makes you feel better. Janine is saying she has to go now. She's going to listen to the rest later. I'm so happy you joined me for as long as you can, Janine, and I'll, I'll, it'll be here for you. Okay, so number seven, we just have two more left. Number seven is move. Um, yes, if you work on your posture and you get the standing desk or you just work on your posture when you're doing your normal things, you're going to be moving more. But this is a step more. It's if you're not exercising, uh, do some more movement in your life because uh, you're going to lose weight. It's going to boost your energy. It's going to get your blood pumping, good for your circulation, good for everything. It's going to build your confidence because you feel like you're making progress. And just 15 minutes a day can make a huge difference. The T-Tap routine, T-T-A-P-P.com, is a 15-minute routine. If you start out, they might say do it every day for a number of days, but I think it's generally meant to be done every other day. Um, You can actually shrink inches off your waist and your hips and your upper body, all these places where you have excess inches, you can shrink in one to two months doing 15 minutes a day or 15 minutes every other day. It's remarkable, but maybe that's not what you want to do. Maybe you want to go walk the dog for 15 minutes. Maybe you want to do um, Leslie Sansone's Walk Away the Pounds for 15 minutes. There's, uh, you could Google this, Tabata, T-A-B-A-T-A, you could look up Tabata routines, and there are things like just doing body weight exercises for a couple minutes. So it's high intensity, a couple minutes. You could do a whole bunch of body squats, or maybe it's yoga or Pilates. But anyway, just move more. As little as 15 minutes a day can make a huge difference in how you feel and look younger and happier. And finally, number eight, this one is way open-ended because uh, I don't know what it's going to be for all of you. 
It's going to be work on something. Because here's the thing, we are not meant to be stagnant creatures. We're meant to grow, to learn, to explore, to get better, to improve. So whether it's your professional life, your personal life, a relationship, your spiritual life, your character, I'm going to encourage you to keep working on something because you need to engage your mind, body, and spirit in the pursuit of something to uh, stay youthful, to be happy. It has a profound effect on how you look and how others perceive you, whether you're passionate and happy about something in your life. And even making a small change like Uh, you know, let's say you chose decluttering, which I talked about on last week's podcast. Do you know that just working on decluttering your house can make you happier? It can. Um, Spending five minutes reading the Bible every morning can make you a happier person and grow your spiritual life. Um, Setting aside time to pray and being uh, disciplined about your prayer list can do that. We've got a line dancing, great to get moving. (laughs) Um, We've got a retired and learning to cook again. Yes. I mean, those things can make such a huge difference. What do you want to work on? It's such a great time to talk about this because it's the beginning of the new year and our minds tend to go, what do I want to do with this year? Well, I'm going to encourage you to make a list of the things that you want to work on. Don't work on them all at once, but just half the battle is knowing what you want to do. So make a list of the things that you might want to work on and then go after it. Nancy is saying she's going to work on nutrient dense foods this year. Wonderful, wonderful goal, Nancy. I'm so happy to hear that. Okay. Well, I have come to the end of the eight ways. I'm just going to, um, go through them one more time. Number one is make an effort. Number two is smile more, stress less, or as Danielle said, take that chip off your shoulder. Three is sleep, get enough sleep. Four is to drink enough water, stay hydrated. Five is eat foods to support your connective tissue. You're so welcome, Alice. Uh, Number six is posture, work on your posture, keep good posture. Number seven is move, even 15 minutes a day. And number eight is work on something to improve your mind, body, and or spirit. Do you guys have any questions or comments before we wrap up here? And while you're typing those in, make sure to include your first name uh, because I'd love to see that. And I want to remind you about the Gut Heal Your Gut Summit. Knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash gut summit. It's completely free. Coming up soon. The gut is the cornerstone of health. And that's why um, I'm recommending it to you as a resource because improving your gut health can make you look and feel younger as well. Susanna, you are so welcome for the encouragement. I appreciate your comment. And we've got wonderful podcasts. Thank you so much for your inspiring and candid words. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I'm so glad you were here to join me. Okay. Well, thank you all, everyone. Remember, if you're turning it, tuning in later, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 145 for all the links, show notes, and more, including the video version of this podcast. So you can watch instead of listen if that's what you prefer. And make sure... Um, if it fits with your schedule to follow me on Periscope at Trad Cook School, because about every Thursday I hop on here live to record it. So you could join in the fun as I and about 20 to 30 others have been doing this already for the last half hour or so I'm getting, I'm watching this again and a thank you. You're so welcome. And I, oh, I appreciate that. Lindsay, I think that's Lindsay. Yep. Lindsay is saying I look young and pretty. Well, (laughs) I'm glad I could oblige. I've been working on it, as I told you all at the very beginning, working on um, staying young and youthful, even though now I'm in my 40s. 
Okay, I love you all. God bless you, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again very soon. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode. Just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then, without a space, type the number of this episode. You'll get links and much more information about what we've been talking about. You can submit questions for future episodes. I love to answer your questions on the air, so go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions to submit them. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that other people will find this podcast. Thank you so much.